Hey mama, is the number one dream in your heart to have more time to be present with your kids? Do you wish you could be present enough to help create and instill godly character? Yet you are so busy with work, drowning in the to-dos, the laundry, and the carpool lines. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, wife to an amazing guy, and daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home while struggling to still have time to pour into my kids. The guilt was overwhelming and the to-do list just kept growing. And I was completely overwhelmed and stressed until I realized that I could create systems in my life and my motherhood that would change everything. In this podcast, you will learn time management, batching, habit stacking, setting boundaries, home organization, outsourcing, and you better believe we are going to be dishing out some chores so we can create hours of intentional time to pour into our kids since that is our number one priority as vibrant moms. Grab that lukewarm coffee. Let's stop time. Hey friends, I'm super excited to talk to you today. We are going to jump in to this episode in just a minute. In case you missed the last episode, definitely go back and listen. There's a ton of information in there, all about the number one visual tool that you need. So jump over there and then come back over here. I'll wait. (laughs) Just kidding. So we are starting a new five-week series that I am super excited about. In those five weeks, we're going to go over 10 time management tools that I teach my clients to use that help them to be more productive, to stay organized, and to manage all the things. Now, these tools have given my clients more time in their week and more time to pour into their kids, their marriages, and themselves, right? Don't we all want some more time? So in each of these episodes, we're going to focus and dive into one tool that I teach my clients and that we go over, and it's going to be so much fun. So we'll conclude our five-week series with a live workshop, Time Management Strategies for the Overwhelmed Mom, and it will be on Tuesday, September 19th, so mark your calendars. 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, I am so excited. It'll be really fun. There'll be fun prizes and all the things. So go to birdmichelle.com slash workshop. So that's my website, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com slash workshop and sign up for the workshop. Oh my goodness, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. All right. So grab a notebook and a pen. Last episode, we took lots and lots of notes. So make sure that you definitely have a notebook and a pen or that you're writing it down on your notes app in your phone. And let's jump into today's topic. Are you really using Google to its full potential? Now you may think, Google, Google, Google. Yes, of course I'm searching things. But today we're going to be talking about three tricks to using Google in terms of Gmail, 
in terms of the Google Calendar and also in terms of your Google Drive. You know, those three little chunks of Google make it so incredibly easy to be organized. So we're gonna go through some little tips and tricks about each one of those categories to help you be more organized and just get the most out of your email, your calendar, and your Google Drive where you should be saving everything. All right, let's jump in. So some tips for Gmail. The goal is really to clean out your inbox. So just keep a really clean inbox. Now I say that and I have probably a thousand emails in my inbox. And so there you are, right? But there's always stuff that you've got to keep. So the more that you can have a place to put that email, so you receive an email and you're like, okay, this is interesting. What do I need to do with this? Either you keep it in your inbox if you still need to do something about it. That's what I do. Or if you are like, okay, this would be great to know for later, but I don't really need this information or it's already been taken care of. So you want to file it into a folder. Make sure that you are creating folders and that you're filing your emails as you receive them. It's really important to just keep up on the emails that you receive each day. And I think that's where I've gotten stuck for the most part is there's emails I had to do something with and then they've just sat in my email box and I've never gotten around to filing them away of where they need to go. So try to stay on top of what you can each day and filing those things as appropriate. Now, you know, it's not a (laughs) perfect system. So work with what you have and work the best way that works for you. So just take it with a grain of salt. Also make sure that you are deleting and unsubscribing to emails that you do not want. So ones that come in that you're like, oh, this is garbage or this, I got emails for a school that our kids were not a part of. My husband was like, why don't you just unsubscribe from those? I'm like, but they're not my school. I'm just going to keep deleting them. But each time you delete them, you have to take mental energy to take a look, to figure out if it's your child's school, to think about, is this for me? Is this relevant to me? No, not at all. So the more that you could delete And the more that you can unsubscribe is key because it just doesn't even come into your immediate filter through your brain and you don't have to deal with it at all. So as I said, keep your inbox clean. That's the goal. Delete and unsubscribe things. Make sure that you create folders and you can create folders underneath other folders. Like for example, for the kids' school, I have one folder for their school. And then underneath I have each of their when they're in elementary school and they don't change teachers, I have a folder for each of their teachers with like in parentheses, it says their name, you know, like Miss Barry was Enoch's teacher in school. And so it would say Miss Barry, Enoch's third grade teacher in parentheses. And so I know all the stuff from her that I get during the year would go into that folder. So If there's emails that we took care of, it goes in that folder. If there's things that like we just need to be aware of, it goes into that folder. And Gmail does a great job searching. So I always have a place where I know where it is. I can easily look it up. My husband doesn't use folders because he thinks they're too annoying. So he just knows to search for things. But I find that incredibly crazy because then 
all my emails are in one giant bin. And so to keep them organized, I love doing folders and just putting them where they need to go and knowing that I can find them later. So take a minute and do what you can. Now, if you are overwhelmed and you're like, oh my gosh, I have thousands of emails in my inbox, which I totally understand, I do too, go to the very oldest email or start towards the bottom. And those emails can often be deleted or unsubscribed or dumped because a lot of them are things that have already happened. So if you go back several months in your inbox and you look at, oh, what are these things? You can easily go through them and delete a lot of stuff because those events have already occurred. Anything that we have for teachers for last year before we now start this new school year can all be dumped. So that kind of thing that sometimes it takes a little time to go back and you may feel overwhelmed, but just do it a little at a time. It might take a bit to catch up, but realize that it is a process and just do your best. As we talked about the Gmail tips, the main ones are to create folders, delete stuff that you (laughs) you do not want, and just keep it nice and clean. But do your best, don't be overwhelmed. If you are, go, all the way to the bottom several months ago and then start deleting stuff that's no longer relevant. All right, number two, Google Calendar tips. Google calendars are the best. So this is just an amazing digital tool. It's very quick to kind of see your schedule. It really helps, I think, with double booking because if I can see my calendar and I can see my husband's calendar, And then I can see my kids' calendars. So you want to link all those different calendars together on your Google Calendar. And so you can be able to link those and see. And so you want to be able to see them. And usually it will come up in a different color. And so you look at like, oh, this event that's happening, that's green. So that's my husband. He's going to go to this. Or that's a dentist appointment for him. So I don't need to be taking children to the dentist. He can take himself. So you kind of are able to look and see at a glance what the events are. Now, I really love Google calendars because if you're not at home and you don't have your planner, it just really makes it quick for scheduling appointments. So you may be looking at the view. I usually am on my phone and so I pull up the calendar view and it has like a month view and then you can click on each day and the day that you click on, then you can see the events that are starting. And so that is usually the way I can easily tell like, oh, when can we fit in a doctor's appointment or something if I'm on the phone with a doctor and I don't have access to my computer or I can't see something visual or I don't have my planner or that kind of thing. Now, one quick tip with this is that you can add times or other information in the heading for the location. For example, when you put in something that's happening, and usually afterwards they have a little spot where you can put location. If you also want to say a little note about that, it will show up in the view when you're looking at your calendar and you're looking through all the different things that you have that day. It will show up as location, but you might have put in a different note. So for example, I have a friend who likes to put in If there's somebody's responsibility to do a task or a chore, she'll put their name in underneath in the location so they know it's clear like 
these are your things I need you to get done, or these are the things that are applicable to you. So just know sometimes you can put extra information in there. I know sometimes when we've been traveling, we have scheduled stuff or have things that I need to put on the calendar, but we might be in a different time zone and then it gets all messed up as exactly what was that time that we made that appointment or that we need to be there. Or if you're looking through your email and you find, oh, they need to, the kids need to be here at this precise time. They try to put it on your calendar. You're traveling. So you get the wrong time. I put in the event that's happening, like kids first day of school. And then in parentheses, I would put in the exact time in our time zone. So that can also be helpful because then I know when I get home, I look at that day and pull it up and know that, oh, no, this is really supposed to be at eight o'clock, not at 10 or whatever time zone it was off. So just know that you can get a little creative by the titling when you put in events. And then you can see that titling in your monthly view on your phone. All right. Another quick thing is that you can also schedule funky things that might be reoccurring like every second Tuesday of the month or every third or whatever. So if you need to adjust something or you want to put something in that's going to reoccur on your calendar, you can do that. And you can also do it even if it occurs every 20th of the month or every second Tuesday or something like that. They have a way that when you say a reoccurring, you just follow the different prompts. You can create an event that will reoccur on that every second Tuesday of the month so that it's not reoccurring on a specific date and kind of messes you up. But all that to say, you can do funky reoccurring schedules if you need to. Now, if you need to remember an event, one thing that I love to do is put it as an all day event so that it comes up at the very top when I click on. So you're looking at your calendar, you push the calendar button on your phone and then it will give you the month. You click the day. And so on that day at the very top will come up anything that is all day and an all day event. So if there's something that I re- want to remember, like run these errands this day or make sure to bring an apple to school before the teacher or whatever it might be, because sometimes they have fun spirit days. You know how this works with children, right? And there's all kinds of things that you might need to remember. So I put it as an all day event so that it pops up at the very top so that I can just be aware of those things. One quick bonus for you there. I love doing the monthly view and then you click on each day to see the events. But with a grain of salt, do what works best for you. All right, time to jump in to Google Drive. So we've talked about some tips for your Gmail, some tips for your calendar and kind of syncing it with other calendars being mindful, being able to schedule things and so forth. Number three, your Google Drive. Now, in the past, I have worked with Google Drive and loved and hated it, but I've created documents and just left them all in there. Now, I didn't really realize that you could create folders and organize everything in Google Drive. This was a game changer. (laughs) So like one time when we were on vacation, I just sat and like organized my Google Drive and put everything in different folders and fixed it all up. And it was lovely. So just make sure that you are storing things in folders and that it is nice and clean. 
Now, I love that you can share a folder or a document with someone else that you're working with. So that also is very helpful. If maybe you are working with somebody else on a project or they're doing something for you, like a VA or another consulting kind of project, you can throw all the information that you need in that folder. So maybe you're putting in that folder exactly how you want things done. Maybe you did a little video about how to do the steps in this task, or maybe it's a written document. So all those documents, all those things can go in that one folder that they have access to. So I love that. (laughs) And not to mention that you can have access to your Google Drive easily with your phone or your computer. It's just magic. So yes, I love being able to access everything and organize it And it can hold so many different types of documents. I think that's why it's most versatile because you can have a folder that has spreadsheets and then has video links and then has audio links and then has Word documents and all kinds of things. So it makes it just easy to put a bunch of stuff in one place and keep it organized. I really pray that this episode has blessed you and given you some new tricks in how to use Google and how to just have a greater confidence in all the stuff that you're doing as you work with all these Google applications, Gmail, Calendar, and Drive. I just really pray that you're able to take a big step and not be <laughs> not be overwhelmed. I know it can be really overwhelming as a mom when you just don't have that much time to learn and figure it out and it can be frustrating. So take a deep breath, take this with a grain of salt maybe learn one or two new tricks that we talked about today and start practicing one or two of them and just get yourself a little bit more organized. That will definitely help. And then when you open up your inbox and a lot of emails are gone, you'll be so happy. And when you open up your Google Drive and you're looking at it and a lot of things are so easily organized and you can find things, it is so incredibly helpful. So I'm just praying that you are able to do that because I know it makes a world of difference, especially when you're looking for a document in Google Drive and you're like, where did I put this? And then you end up creating a new one and renaming it and then it becomes all a mess. So hopefully you can take a couple of these tips and put them into practice. Don't feel overwhelmed. Now remember, don't miss the incredible free live workshop. I'm super excited time management strategies for the overwhelmed mom. It will be on Tuesday, September 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am super excited. There'll be prizes and all the things. So go to birdmichelle.com slash workshop to sign up for the workshop and save your seat. I'm super excited. It'll be awesome. So remember, it's bird, B-Y-R-D-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E.com slash workshop. Come on over, grab your seat. It'll be lots of fun. All right, now go have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. 
I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. 